Hello, I'm Brenna Pakes, graduate gemologist with a background in geology, as well as a former flight attendant. I've worked in the retail sector and now as a jewelry consultant through a blog and podcast. My mission is to connect shoppers to indie jewelers and designers who create beyond the commercial boundaries for shoppers who want to distinguish their unique style. I also share tips on how to care for jewelry you already have, as well as the stories of the designers I feature, and visit with experts in all aspects of the jewelry trade, along with social media influencers who serve to guide and inform as well. If you like jewelry that stands out and complements what makes you unique, then come with me today and board every episode for jewelry I've discovered by jewelers and designers who create with unique designs and rare gems for those who want to stand out rather than blend in with the trends. This is the Jewelry Navigator podcast. If your destination is a place to learn about and find unique jewelry, then welcome aboard and enjoy the episode. Hey there, welcome. This is Jewelry Navigator podcast episode number 15, how and where to shop for vacation jewelry. If you have travel plans this summer, I have a few tips on how and where to shop if you'll be shopping for jewelry souvenir or memento to take home with you. Jewelry that celebrates nature's scenes with turtles to alligator toe bones from jewelry that looks like pirate's treasure to colorful candy and created down the road from chocolate and candy factories to jewelry created on site and in stores, some just a short drive to the beach. It all starts with a few tips to keep in mind, then I'll take you across the country to visit jewelers, their shops, and share their stories and inspiration. I know you have a choice in podcasts, and I really appreciate you listening to Jewelry Navigator podcast. I hope you're learning a lot, and I'd love to know more about what you'd like to know. Please feel free to email me at brenna at jewelrynavigator.com, and there are 14 other episodes behind this one, so you can learn more about jewelry and how to shop for it and learn about the stories of the jewelers who make it. For now, let's grab our beach towels, coolers, and sunscreen and get started. But hold on, just a couple tips like I promised. Um, Some ground rules to kind of follow. Take notes or pictures of the jewelry that you already have so you don't get caught up in the moment and end up buying something close to what you already have, especially if you really do have in mind that you're going to be looking at jewelry to take home as a memento or souvenir. Second, have a budget in mind. If you shop smart, you can go home with a lovely item of jewelry to remember vacation with. As long as you kind of keep some things in mind, like understand whether you want jewelry that will last. And that means having it made with some kind of precious metal, whether it's sterling silver, gold, palladium or platinum set with durable gemstones especially if it's in a ring or if you're okay with jewelry that's more on the line of a fashion statement or fashion fashion jewelry um, it may not last for more than a few seasons but if that's okay with you then that's okay just as long as you understand if you want something that's going to last you're going to have to spend at least 
starting at around $100 for something that's going to be substantial enough to last. And I'm not talking about any one particular type of item, just in general, that's probably the lowest, the low end of something that's made with a precious metal. To help you understand more about the metals and materials that jewelry can be made of, take a listen to episode number 11, and it's called Chips Are for Lunch, Not Diamonds and Other Helpful Jewelry Tips. I'm going to start in my home state of Florida, near where I grew up, in Cumberland Island, Georgia. There's a jeweler named Gogo, Gogo Ferguson, and her line of jewelry is called Gogo Jewelry. She's actually the granddaughter of preservationist Lucy Carnegie Ferguson, and Gogo was guided around the island and the area on excursions by her grandmother, who taught her about the environment and the animals and fauna of Cumberland Island. Using natural materials as inspiration found in the surrounding areas of southern coastal Georgia, Gogo began to create jewelry using things like dolphin vertebrae discs, rattlesnake ribs, barnacles, alligator toe bones, sea oats, armadillo armor shells, seaweed, shark vertebrae, and trumpet vine flower. Her jewelry is really unique and beautiful. It's geometric and the lines of the bones and nature, the natural forms, just make it even more beautiful. And I think because it does have that real beachy theme, it's perfect for the summer. She has three different boutiques, one in Sea Island, Georgia, one in Cumberland Island, Georgia, and one at Martha's Vineyard. She also creates a really cool line of home decor items around the same themes and concepts. And you can find her jewelry at gogojewelry.com. Traveling south to the west coast of Florida in Sarasota is Bowman Originals, where founder and jeweler Ned Bowman creates jewelry reminiscent of rugged yet classic designs that echo from a time when pirates staked claims on the area's shores. I featured Bowman Originals in the very first episode of Jewelry Navigator, Welcome Aboard, Jewelry Navigator, And what I really appreciated about Ned is he's so approachable, and I love how he uses techniques that are time and labor intensive, and things that jewelers don't really take the time to do much anymore, but it makes the jewelry even that much more special. And it ends up looking like pieces that came out of a treasure chest dug up where an X marked the spot. Beautiful vitreous enamel work enhances a lot of his pieces, like one of my favorites, a beautiful turquoise seahorse with vitreous enamel. It's a brooch pendant with an 18 karat gold, platinum, and diamonds, and the seahorse is holding on to a South Sea pearl, and it has a removable octopus pendant. It's really cool. But you can see his things at Bowman Originals, and he is in downtown old Sarasota. I'll include his address in the show notes. I didn't, don't seem to have it right here, but I really like his jewelry. And if you're going to be in that part of Florida, you should really swing by and check it out. Tell him I said hi, and I'll get down to see him sometime. The next jeweler is really interesting, and I happen upon him 
um, and his his art by chance when I was researching in episode 13, how I featured Sally Tharp's Her Great Escape painting of the fireflies escaping from a mason jar. If you haven't seen that painting, it's really cool. It's in my Instagram feed. You should check it out. Anyway, Wells Gallery on Kiowa Island, South Carolina. So now we're going up the Atlantic coast. This gallery is where that painting is exhibited. And when I posted it, I notified the gallery that I was posting Sally's painting in um, in that feature in that podcast. And I asked them if they could recommend any jewelers in the area because I love featuring jewelers in vacation spots to help you all when you're shopping for jewelry on vacation. And what they shared with me was amazing. Emily, the gallery director of Wells Gallery, gave me the name of a jeweler she thought would be a good connection for what I wanted to feature. When I took a look at his Instagram feed, I was blown away. So I recently posted his swimming turtle pendant and mentioned that I'd be featuring his story soon, and this is it. His name is Bruce Bauer, and his line is called BSB, that's B-S-B-E-E, like a bumblebee, designs. So it's, um, it's stands for his first name and his, um, his last name, Bruce I guess S is his middle name. But anyway, BSB Designs, and he's actually a doctor, and his story is really fascinating. He interprets nature and ocean scenes through crafting jewelry pieces with perspective from all sides, and this is where it gets pretty interesting. Um, So a perfect example of what I'm going to explain is his piece called Caught in the Act, and it's a pendant of silver with a pyrite disc that looks like a sun, and it's carved, and he said, he describes it as carved pre-ban whale's tooth, depicts a clever octopus reaching both the arm he's hanging from and the other one around the back side of the stone through a stretched silver trap to steal the crab within it. So not only does he depict the ocean scene on the front of the pendant, the octopus is reaching his arms around the back side to get the crab that's in the crab net. It is one of the coolest things. And another feature, like I mentioned, was the um, the turtle pendant that I recently posted. And the little he's a baby turtle, and the background is actually a stone, a flat stone of azurite, which is a blue stone, kind of like um, lapis. So the azurite sun is behind the turtle, and the turtle is blowing little diamond bubbles up that are set on top of the azurite. And on the back side, the reverse side of the pendant, is an angelfish swimming between kelp. He depicts scenes using precious metals and gemstones, but what makes it even more interesting is his story behind why and how he creates the jewelry. So here's where it gets even better. He's a pediatric reconstructive surgeon, and here's how he describes his vocation and the skills that combine to create the jewelry that he makes come to life. And he says, the three-dimensional designs with hidden images and reverse images is very much a part of how my mind works in planning my surgical reconstructions. So when either 
when I either see a stone that makes me think of a particular image, many of my polar pieces, or as I started up in the jewelry work after completing a few bee pieces, bumblebee pieces, I decided that with my initials being BSB, that B-S-B-E-E designs would be his name. So the years of experience as a reconstructive surgeon have, have provided a skilled three-dimensional sense and methods of visualizing a plan. With these skills and attention to minute detail, my work has built on my longtime influences, but has developed a playfulness of each piece, telling a story and many having hidden elements on the reverse of a piece, or hidden only for the wearer to enjoy. While Bruce still resides where he practices his pediatric constructive surgery in Chicago, he vacations in Kiowa Island, South Carolina. So where, that's where that tie comes in. And with more balance in his schedule, he explained that trips to Africa and Galapagos have added many new themes that reach into an interest in photography that allows him to collect many images for later jewelry work. Recalling his interest in nature studies from childhood, his appreciation in Art Nouveau and the Leek spread into a love of all natural creatures, particularly birds, sea life, insects, with a very strong interest and commitment to conservation. He's hoping to collaborate with Wells Gallery in Kiowa as a venue to exhibit, but until then, you can visit his site or his Instagram feed for pieces that he's done and ones that are still available. So you can find him on Instagram at BSBEE Designs and as and his website is BSBEEDesigns.com. Continuing up the Atlantic coast to Massachusetts, I decided to feature a three-generation family-owned custom jewelry store now in, like I said, their third generation of ownership. It was founded in 1905 and in Swansea, Massachusetts, called Plant Jewelers, and that's plant with an E. Both Pierre and Nancy Plant, the owners, have their Bachelor of Fine Arts degrees, and they're joined by an experienced staff of jewelers who are adept at repair and custom work, CAD CAM design, and hand engraving as well. This goes for jewelry care and purchases wherever you are. Anytime you can, work with a jewelry store or um, a shop that has a lineage of family, it's it's going to be easier to work with them and usually a good indication that you'll go home with quality jewelry that will last and they'll stand behind it even after you get home. I've actually featured plant jewelers in my blog, but this is the first time sharing them on my podcast and I'm really excited. They're a lovely family and they have beautiful jewelry. Their gemstones caught my eye when I first found them. I also chose their location because of their New England location and their proximity to the beach and as vacation goers uh, go back and forth from the beach in the Cape, just thought it would be nice for you all to know about it. So Plant Jewelers there in Swansea, Massachusetts, and besides offering a full line of repair and custom services, Plant Jewelers supports local and regional jewelry artists by keeping their inventory fresh and relevant with versatility that only artisan jewelers can offer. So they have some really cool things made by 
somewhat local jewelers like, I think her name is Thea Izzy and Tom Kroskal and Deborah Richardson. I'll be sure to post a lot of pictures of these jewelers because their jewelry is very reminiscent of the beach and with the way they curve their metals and use the gemstones that complement the beach colors. I'm really excited to share some of this jewelry that they have at Plant Jewelers made by these jewelers. So Plant Jewelers, like I said, is in Swansea and that's S-W-A-N-S-E-A, Massachusetts, and they're located on or at 207 Swansea Mall Drive, uh, Suite 160. And online you can find them at plantjewelers.com, and that's plant with an E. They're on Instagram as well. So heading west, we're going to make our way to Pennsylvania, where just like the Hershey Kiss, good things come in small packages. There's a jewelry store called the Jewelers Bench, and it's in Hershey, Pennsylvania, which is, of course, home to where the famous chocolate and candy is made, along with the amusement park, Hershey Park. And just a few minutes away from the thrill rides and chocolate factories is this small jewelry store, the Jewelers Bench, where they specialize in custom jewelry creations, either from a concept for something new or uh, using pre-existing gems and materials, maybe um, refurbishing something or making something new with, with old or original gemstones. One of the pendants they, makes, they make looks like an upside-down lollipop, and it's really cool the way they make it. The top part is a tube, and the lollipop comes down, and it either has one or more gemstones set to make it look like a lollipop. I don't think it's a lollipop, but it looks like one. And of course, gemstones to me looking like candy, <laughs> um, it looks like a lollipop. But the way they've made it, the tube at the very top, the lollipop suspends from the tube and it can be worn with a really skinny uh, round omega chain or even just a maybe a box chain. It looks really versatile and really pretty. Um, their interest to educate their shoppers to new gems and style combination makes them a perfect place to stop in for a treat in Hershey that cuts way back on the calories besides candy and chocolate. And they're located at 428 Hawkersville Road, just a few minutes from Penn State's Hershey Medical Center, with, uh, from which they have many loyal clients uh, from the small community who depend on their custom design and on-site jewelry repair services. You can find them at jewelrequest.com, and they're on Facebook as well, as the Jewelers Bench, Inc. So from the map, I roam down to Texas and focusing on the state's eastern coastline and beaches, I found another great place to shop for unique jewelry if you're either traveling through or vacationing or living in the Corpus Christi area. When I look for jewelers who create unique jewelry, one of the criteria I use is that the shop or business creates custom jewelry. And part of the purpose of Jewelry Navigator is to help you find and wear jewelry that's unique. Um, and this place is called Suzanne's Custom Jewelers in Corpus Christi. It's also another family-owned store where they custom create jewelry and a couple other cool jewelry surprises I can't wait to share with you. 
So, like I said, they're a family-owned store, and the father and son, Colton and Audie Bartol, are both GIA graduate gemologists, and Colton, the son, is the bench jeweler there. There are two other family members who complete the team with Carla Bartle, who is the store's creative director, and Morgan Bartle, the social media and marketing specialist. Not only do they create their own jewelry, they also create their own line of men's fine watches, all cast and made in-house. I'm not well-versed in watches, but for those of you who are watch connoisseurs, here's a description of how their watches are constructed. And this is all done on site in their shop in Corpus Christi. It's a branch of Susan's custom jewelry called the Bartle Watch Company, and it was inspired by history and built for legacy. This is their description from their website saying, Hand-finished, made in Texas, we use only the highest quality precious metals and mechanical components. Our watches feature a scratch-resistant sapphire crystal, which is a really cool thing, finely tuned 30-joule Swiss automatic movement with a 65-hour power reserve, date and signature blue sweep hand. All of our hand-finished parts are designed and cast in-house. Each watch features a unique serial number and comes packaged with an automatic watch winder, ensuring you'll never lose a second. All watches come with a limited lifetime warranty. I think it's really cool that they're made in Texas, but what's really neat is that they all come with their own automatic watch winder. You can find those watches on their website, Susan's Custom Jewelers. And another thing that impressed me about Susan's Custom Jewelers is a collection called their Courage Coins. Anytime a jeweler or designer decides to dedicate a collection or portion of sales to a cause, I take notice. When they give back to causes outside the immediate satisfaction of jewelry, gifts, and services, then you know they're doing the right thing and they're decent people. Courage Coins are pennies that Susan's Custom Jewelers began in a collaboration with New Life Refuge Ministries, which is a nonprofit organization based in Corpus Christi, whose cause and purpose it is, and I quote from New Life Refuge Ministries' website, to educate the community about child sex trafficking, to partner with other organizations in the fight against modern-day slavery and to provide a refuge of hope and healing for child survivors. So transforming the pennies into shiny plated discs represents the purpose of the ministry by assisting the rescued victims with counseling and therapy services in safe homes. What a wonderful cause, and it's just so impressive that they devoted a whole line of jewelry to this and actually um, I'll explain a little bit more about how this all works in conjunction with the New Life Refuge Ministries. All pennies used for courage coins are either gold or palladium plated and created in three variations or levels of contribution and half the profits are donated to New Life Refuge Ministries from Susan's Custom Jewelers. The silver level, which the pennies are either plated in gold or palladium, are 
$100 and hang from an adjustable sterling silver chain that's either plated with yellow or white gold. The gold level pennies are $500 and hang from an adjustable 14 karat white or yellow gold chain. And the diamond level, which are Courage coin pennies at $1,000 and set with a diamond enhanced 14 karat gold bail and hangs from an adjustable 14 karat white or yellow gold chain. So all of those sales, they take half of every sale and give it to New Life Refuge Ministries, which is more than generous. And I'm so impressed that they're so connected and involved with that, that cause. You can find Suzanne's Custom Jewelers at suzannes-jewelers.com and on Instagram at Suzanne's Jewelers. And my apologies to the Bartels. I may have been mispronouncing Suzanne's Jewelers or at least Suzanne. I was saying Susan, so I'm sorry. It is Suzanne's Custom Jewelers and their last name is Bartel. Their store is located at 4226 South Alameda, Corpus Christi. As a side note, when I was on their website, I found that um, Colton and his dad, every Tuesday, they're live on Facebook with an informative session where they share helpful knowledge and tips about jewelry, gemstones, and jewelry care. One particularly caught my attention and was directed at buying overseas, especially for military personnel who are deployed. I know firsthand, just by working with a lot of uh, military customers, how gems are often misrepresented when purchased overseas. And that video that they make does a great job at explaining the risks of purchasing from uncertain sources. If you're interested in learning more about New Life Refuge Ministries, visit Suzanne's Custom Jewelers site for a direct link, along with a display of the Courage Coin Jewelry. And I'll leave a link in the show notes. And I know that was a lot, and we kind of toured, um, <laughs> we, we didn't go too, we didn't go past, uh, Texas, and we'll have to go a little bit further out to the west at some point. But um, I hope you enjoyed that tour. Those are a few of my favorite jewelers, and some I'm not as familiar with, but was very impressed with and felt like I needed to share them with you. Next time, I'll share my visit with Hugo Cole, who is kind of a Renaissance jeweler who bridged past and lost techniques of jewelry fabrication using tools and methods many of them hundreds of years old, to create jewelry that honors the original meaning and purpose of jewelry. Oh, and guess what? Oh my gosh, I'm so excited because you can now download and listen to Jewelry Navigator podcast on both Spotify and Google Play Music. Be sure to subscribe if you haven't already done so in iTunes, Spotify, or Jewelry, I'm sorry, (laughs) Google Play for the latest episodes. And I'd really appreciate it if you left a review. I'm so grateful to those of you who have already. In fact, I got some really nice ones. One was great mix of content, a smiley face, five-star review by Red Shirt Killer. I just started listening and I'm really enjoying the podcast. Keep them coming. 
And the next one was impressive and a five-star review by YMRT Fan. Who knew jewelry and gems could make for such interesting podcast? I love how Brenna sprinkles the aviation theme throughout and the quality of the audio, music, and pacing is great. I'm becoming a jewelry and gem connoisseur after having listened to just two episodes so far. So thanks guys so much for your support and for listening and downloading. I I really enjoy um, checking and seeing who's listening and where it's, it's really cool. And I'm trying to keep things updated and let you know where, how far the reach is. Some of it is globally, most of it's in the U.S., but there are people listening from all over the world. So I really thank you. Until next time, cross check your sparkle and put your jewelry on first before assisting others with anything. Talk to you next time in the Jewelry Navigator Boarding Lounge. Bye-bye.